0: Speaking of uh, finances, what are you using nowadays? Good old spreadsheet or Excel? Yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: still doing the good old spreadsheet. And the reason ah, why is... Stone age. I know. Uh, well, it started off as initially I wanted to... I guess we're starting the show. Welcome to Overanalyze, budget edition. Um, <laughs> we uh, I started off doing it this way because it was very tedious, which was like important for me to not spend as much because I was inserting at real time. As I've stopped doing that... It's making less and less sense. Right. But life has been pretty crazy lately and I don't really want to worry about it at this moment.
0: Like just budgeting in general? It sounds like you're saying it's it's too difficult to sort of in real time put in your expenditure as you spend.
1: No, it's not too difficult. I've become too lazy. Um That's <laughs> what I mean. Aff-
0: that's what I mean. I mean it is yeah, yeah that's the thing. Like How good are you to stay on top of like, I'm out with my friends and I'm buying ice cream right now, but you know, hold on, hold on guys, before we go outside, let me put this into my spreadsheet. You know, I I don't know. It just, I can't, uh, you know, this doesn't happen.
1: All the motivation was lost June. Once we started doing joint finances, um, because she was not committed to this real time adventure like I was so that they were no longer correct. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah yeah, and also, like I tried really, really hard to keep track of my finances uh, separate in addition to the joint finances, um because I was really focused on some of my goals for the year, and I didn't want to like lose track of that because I know I'm the problem i <laughs> I have like <laughs> like I spend more than Rachel, I also make more, so it's like more of my responsibility and the overall makeup of our thing, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: like so maybe it just cancels out. I, uh
1: well, you make no.
0: more you spend more. I don't know.
1: I mean, yeah yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> uh I wish it was that simple. Um no. I mean, basically like I was trying to keep track of my stuff too and it was impossible because once we decided to go into joint finances, we stopped um Venmoing each other uh pretty much almost entirely. Um, I'll pick up stuff. She'll pick up stuff and I'll still Venmo her rent. Cause it's a large enough sum that it makes sense. Um, but besides that, I don't. And I think that makes it such that I'm spending a lot more, but us in general are doing all right. So that's really all that matters. So I just gave up.
0: I'm curious. So aside from just joint budget, did you guys actually change anything account wise?
1: Oh, no, we haven't done any of that. Um, and I don't know when and what we'll do with that. I mean, I, I like to bank with my bank, and I don't know how attached Rachel is to her bank.
0: <laughs> You're attached to your bank? I didn't know that. Um, you, you, you what? What's your main one?
1: I don't know. Is that good for OPSEC? Should I say that? Uh,
0: I don't know. You got, pop- a, you got a good password on your account there?
1: <laughs> um i think so <laughs> you did you uh, no, did talk
0: I, about you did you were just talking about how much crazy money you you make and how so you know
1: <laughs> it'll go to my account and be like where is it <laughs> people might be
0: like man he's got a, alex got a big stash in that no bank account
1: no 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 fake news <laughs> huge fake news i i have i have loans <laughs> i don't got money um i'm broke no <laughs> um yeah i i don't know um I guess I'll, I'll just say it. I use Ally. It's pretty great. Um, <laughs> but...
0: Oh, how does Ally deal with um, withdrawing cash?
1: It's free up to four or six times a month um, outside of their network. They have a network, and it's almost always within network. I don't know. I don't really care because I pull cash maybe like six times a year. <laughs> Right, so. Yeah, same.
0: And I was actually thinking about getting rid of my account, my main bank, because I had to make a transfer to Carolina's dad and, um, and, uh, my bank charges an external transfer fee. It's three bucks, but three bucks, man, three but three bucks is three bucks. You know, that's a nice coffee. Yeah,
1: I don't know why you're, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't use any bank that has a real presence. Um, that said, I still have a local bank account, and I have some credit unions, but I don't actually do anything with those accounts. They are literally just there. Right. Um, they don't charge any fees. I think I still have student accounts with them, and they haven't caught on yet, so it works out. Well, you know, um,
0: you know what though, I was really appreciative of my bank. So I right now I use Bank of America, and it's the the good thing. Bank of America is by many accounts a terrible like bank to have various accounts in their savings account has you know crappy interest rates uh you know you and the checking account like i mentioned like trying to transfer money they charge fees blah blah blah, but they have atms everywhere and brick and mortar store uh not stores but banks so like i was coming when i came back from italy for my trip i had all this leftover euro euros and I didn't want to get ripped off at the airport. So I was like, oh, I'll just go transfer it at my bank because they have have the market rate transfer. Um, uh, And I did that and it was amazing. And I was like, man, if I had like Ally or, you know, I was thinking of other banks like Chase also doesn't charge any kind of external transfer fees, but we don't have any Chase branches here um, in Maryland. So, so that's kind of what I was uh, trying to weigh.
1: So, the nice thing about Ally is they just keep giving us stuff. So, I'll get an email, and they'll be like, oh, we raised your savings account interest rate to, like, 1.5. Oh,
0: yeah. They've been going crazy with those, man. I, I, I kept um, getting those, too. It's, like, yeah, 1.6 now, isn't it?
1: I think it might be, yeah. It, it it just keeps going up, 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 up. And it's pretty great. But, um, I don't know. I think it's competitive. I think there's another one out there called Simple. A lot of people like. um, And... I mean, the the worst part about it is, like, there's no cash um, workflow for depositing. They're just like, you can't. Sorry. Right. Um,
0: (laughs) Right. Cash or, like, if you have a check, right?
1: No, check. So you just take pictures of.
0: Oh, pictures. That's true. Yeah. Up to
1: 50,000, which if I ever get a check more than that, like, I'll deal with it then. (laughs) It's too bad you can't
0: just take a picture of your cash somehow. I know. (laughs) Or scan it.
1: And that's why I keep the other bank account around is it's a conduit to cash if I really 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 need to. But realistically, I just keep my own personal ATM at home. Like I mean, <laughs> I just yeah, I don't know. It's it's not like I have crazy amounts of cash. I have like <laughs> 20 bucks <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, yeah. Um it's just not it's just not worth it.
0: I know. So I was telling you how I'm trying to I've been trying to live the uh plastic free life lifestyle i know plastic yeah. free except for my freaking driver's license because that is still required right there's no like digital version of driver's licenses there
1: no i don't believe so ah,
0: that would be awesome <laughs> but uh i'm trying to I, you know i'm basically trying to go walletless you know if possible but um sadly i still can't do full walletless um, but I, I at least try to get rid of my uh, debit cards and credit cards So, uh, it's been three days now (laughs) and so far so good. Although, you know, I haven't spent a weekend without my credit cards, which is usually when I spend the most amount of money. Um, especially going out bars, restaurants, like those are pretty, usually pretty bad at taking, um, digital currency. In fact, that's where I screwed up was, um... Was that Monday? We had a happy hour right after work. (laughs) It was funny, that was the first day I decided to go plasticless, and I was fine. My cafeteria takes Apple Pay, all that good stuff. Uh, But we went to a happy hour at a bar after work, and I totally forgot I was trying to do this. So, of course, I ordered a beer and some wings. And then right after I ordered it, I was like, oh, damn, like, do they, you know, I I realized I screwed up that I'm probably gonna have to borrow for some money. But the funny thing was, like, Apple Maps showed that the bar took Apple Pay. And, but, you know, then of course, like, I asked the bartender later, I was like, do you know what Apple Pay is? I was like, what? Apple, what? (laughs) He had no idea what it even was. Yeah.
1: Well, (laughs) the thing that frustrates me immensely is how many places have Apple Pay compatible kiosks and do one of two things. Either it's not enabled for whatever reason or B, and this is the more criminal one, they they have it in such a spot that you can't reach your arm that far. Like, you can't do it. They have the hardware for it. You see it light up with the MF, NFC stuff, um, but you can't do it. And also, like, I feel like, even though Apple Watch has gotten pretty pervasive in society, um, and obviously iPhones are extremely pervasive in society, the amount of people who use that feature is really low, so it's, I still get a little bit of shock and awe when I do it, and I'm just like, <sighs> you go to and then you go to London. I don't know about Italy, but you go to London, and I literally could have like put my uh, put my wallet in the litter because <laughs> oh yeah, I could use it's, Apple Watch
0: everywhere. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It's everywhere, um, and that's <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because um, because like in Italy they just they always have the little. Um, They'll bring the thing to you. Like if you want to pay by a credit card, they come by with a little, uh, I don't know if this is true for all of Italy, but at least when we were in Rome, they would bring by a little rectangular thing and that thing always, all of them, they always take some kind they always have an NFC chip in there and, and they let you, you know, they'll take your, uh, uh, phone, whatever you want to use. And, uh, the, unfortunately, um, yeah, I don't see that here. You're right, like, they always have the little kiosk thing, but it's just, uh, I don't know, it, it, they never actually either don't even work. Like, some, uh, so many places still don't t- take chip here. This is kind of a sad state of, um,
1: uh, I don't payment. know. Yeah, payment, Yeah, payment here the, in the, the U.S. payment dance is, is terrible. Well, that kind of goes into one of my topics. Uh, remember how I said I bought something that you might buy? Oh, boy. Well, it doesn't sound like you're going to buy it, but I have a new wallet.
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, so we both had basic wallets before, um, quite literally called the basic.
0: You know, wallet. dude. Check it out.
1: By the way, that that wallet is everywhere.
0: I don't know if you've ever um, oh, noticed really? that, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really funny. Like I started noticing it pop up in some ads of mine, and I see it. I see it all over the place. Um, mm. uh, I see it like you know. Um, By different names Different brands and I was like what
1: the Like this looks just like My wallet But it's So it's called the um, Bellroy card sleeve
0: Oh you got the Bellroy Okay Yeah
1: But I got the card sleeve So it's the same spirit As our other wallet But it's leather And nice
0: You've shown me this before It's also like what A hundred bucks
1: No it was uh Fifty five
0: <laughs> Okay How much was our <laughs> so basic yeah. wallets Like ten bucks Twenty bucks Twenty That was twenty
1: yeah, because I almost reordered it. Um, I looked at it like three times. The issue I had was I didn't want to do gray again, and none of the other colors inspired me. So there you go. Also, I wanted to try something new. This is like, everyone was recommending it, Bellroy to me, and um, yeah, it's, it's it's been fine. Well, you were the um, first to
0: introduce me to it, because um, I think you had noticed one yeah, of the, the program manager from our previous job had, had a, I think, a Bellroy wallet. And that was one of the things you were like, when you first met him, you were like, Hey, I approve. <laughs> I like
1: this guy. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot he had one. And I was like, ah, oh, this guy's slick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've looked at him for a long time and a lot of people had him and they liked them. The only thing I'm concerned about leather wallet next to my, um, keys, you know, and it's already got a little bit of like, I don't know, dents and whatnot. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's good. I don't mind it. I'm not crazy about the, the mechanism to pull out the cards in the middle. Um, it gets stuck more often, and I can't get it all the way depressed. That's actually not so much the stuck part, but it doesn't get as depressed, like, flush, without really trying to stuff it in there.
0: Well, congratulations. Yeah, you're right. I don't want a wallet. <laughs> I want the opposite of a wallet. I want nothing. Um, although, although it does make me fully dependent on my phone's you know, battery life and you know functionality in general. So you gonna get
1: a new one of those, man?
0: Uh, new one of what? Phone?
1: Yeah, in September. What are you doing?
0: I don't know. Is this is this after show talk? Is this, we, we're no, we haven't even, thought in in we <laughs> even talked about budgeting yet. We barely talked about budget. We were
1: like, yeah, man.
0: We, we got a little, we went. <laughs> how great is that though? You know, we went from talking about budgeting to oh my god, let's talk about how we can spend money. <laughs>
1: this uh, new product yeah well i mean yeah, that kind of goes with it <laughs> you should buy the hardest wallet to use so you spend less money that's the answer <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um there no, you i bought too much stuff online right well
0: yeah so let's see you were i was asking you you were okay you were talking about excel and sort of uh i guess in general uh, how you just haven't been able to
1: keep the actuals, right? Record the actuals? Well, in real time, like I used to. I used to like have like a real time estimate of how far along I was and whatnot because I would be the only one logging. But with two people logging and just the fact that we're not doing it is in sync. It's just not working as well. That said, um, the amount of time I spend updating this spreadsheet is pretty nominal and it makes me a little bit more intentional about uh, the budget I feel like than just reorganizing stuff in mint Um, also I just I'm going to try uh, I think it's called personal capital or something I forget there's one that's been recommended to me Um, that I want to try out I don't like the categories of mint you can't make your own it seems and yeah, I don't can. like them
0: you can make your own categories I make most of my, most of the ones I use are the ones I made because I also hate the default ones
1: I tried to make one and it, I don't know it didn't seem to work man uh, maybe i'm just really dumb um no
0: yeah you definitely can make your uh,
1: own categories maybe i should let me see let me log in real quick so i also tried out Wineab and uh Wineab never caught on to me because it's it's not about projecting it's all about like cash on hand and i don't like that fact that it doesn't work with cash flow like the concept of the cash flow
0: hmm. what do you mean
1: so you're trying to allocate every dollar that you have in your bank account. Oh f- with a
0: job. yeah. That's dumb.
1: Yeah. And it's like, I get why they do that, but it's also just like not realistic. I feel like, um, because I can't, it made, it made the overhead of like thinking about, okay, I'm putting this much from each paycheck into this, 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 and this. And like, you always feel like you're not going to make it until that last paycheck comes in. <laughs> like to like reach right. the goal for the month. Right. And I feel like it's like kind of weird Right. I'd rather just kind of see a rundown yeah. of, of my budgets. I yeah. That's w- a lot more sense. Yeah.
0: I wouldn't be able to live like that. I'd be so stressed. Uh, it, it just, I need, I need to have my like monthly sort of budget, you know, cause that, that doesn't sound like a budget. That sounds like something different. Um, a budget is kind of, you know, even with your income, it's kind of like, this is how much, you know, you're getting in and this is how much you anticipate will leave. um, and I guess that's what you mean by cash flow. So, uh, yeah, that's...
1: Oh, June, I remember what our issue is about Mint. I remember. The issue I have with Mint is that I live a mobile-first lifestyle. And their mobile app does not like that. <laughs> it's not very good. It's um, not...
0: Yeah, it's not great. I will say that I I actually like the mobile app. The only thing I... The only- gripe i have about it paper cut if you will is that it will not show your income budget the income line of the budget um in the mobile app on both the iphone and the ipad i couldn't i couldn't get it to show up it'll show all of my my spending budget but not the income budget which drives me crazy because then then like then i can't really see like how okay i see this is how much i'm spending but what was my what was my projected income like i don't know what my net's gonna be you know so it's yeah. sort of weird. It's it's kind of only used to track like your spending, really. And then you still have to go on a um a desktop or you can get to it from the iPad if you load it up in a browser. Um and so that'll work, just not in the app itself. But but then the otherwise the actual like Mint website, uh I like it. I don't know if that's just cuz I've gotten used to it. Um I've used uh Hello Wallet before as well um and that was also not bad though Hello Wallet had a, a an annoying issue where it didn't process any pending transactions so sometimes pending transactions stay pending for like days and i would see so until it was no longer pending it just won't show up in my transactions and i i couldn't that that i couldn't deal with that that was a deal breaker. So switch back to mint. And now I love it. I mean, I hardly have to really do any categorization. Like I don't really have to do anything manual nowadays, because you have ways of telling it so that you know, you click on a particular transaction. But when you click on the details, you can say like, you know, always, you know, categorize blah, 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 like from this blah, blah, blah merchant as this category. So once I have my category set, once I have all those sort of rules. I mean, you don't even have to always set those rules. Most most of the automatic categorization Mint does for you is correct, at least for how I do it. So it's it's pretty good. Um, and, you know, I can track how much I can save month to month. Also, I just check my credit score, refresh that, went up by seven points. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so I'm looking at it now, and I'm like... I'm just not crazy about the way they do things. I... <laughs> I will play around with it some more um, and see what I can do. I would show what, you I I don't know. I don't know what what's going on, but uh-huh. it's saying that I'm making so much money every month, and I'm not. There's no way I'm making that much money. Like, my net incomes? These bars are so huge and green. I wish that was true, but it's just not. I don't really understand how it's possibly figuring that
0: out. I don't know what bars you're talking about.
1: Uh, so if you like go on the main page on the left hand side and you scroll down Dude, at least for mine, yeah, I don't know about yours. Sure. it has like a, a trends box and in the yes. trends box it shows like each month
0: you don't think you're getting that much income at all is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, I don't think I have that much net positive each month. It's just not possible. I'd have a lot more money right now if that was true.
0: Well, that's where you can actually dig into your trends and see if that's true or not it's it's a it's a nice tool like you actually click on the trends in the top right in the top menu there, and mm-hmm. then you can select net in the left. I usually just go to net income. I select over time and then you can choose the month or the time period you want. So I just say, for example, this month or last month. Right. And you can see like, Oh, every day here is sort of your net per day. Right. And then when you mouse over, it, it'll it tell you, Oh, you've got, you know, three transactions. And when you click on those transactions, it takes you to another part of the trend page, in which then you can click on that transaction again. It'll actually show you the specific transactions that um, compromised uh, uh, what what the trend, what that particular day's net income was. So, I see. Mm-hmm. So it'll you can always drill down into the specific transaction, um, which I like because all the data is there, and the tool. Once you're sort of used to how it works, um, you know it's. I like it. You know, you can go from the high-level view of like this is my final net income for like this is my one number, right? My net income of June, right? I can go from that number to a a specific a single transaction I made on a specific day, and with just a few clicks, right? And I really like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. I like the flow of the tool. Granted, like this is kind of how it is, right? With every tool, you just have to get used to it. Um, Not all of them are very intuitive. I'll I'll give you that. Maybe Mint's not that intuitive.
1: (laughs) No, it's definitely not. I just
0: I just been using it for years, so it's you know, to me, it's intuitive.
1: But I've had it for years too. I just haven't used it actively. Um, Um, And actually, I made a huge mistake. I deleted one of my accounts because I didn't want it to factor into my, um, I don't know, my net worth. Okay. Because basically I abandoned that account as just a, a condo went to get to my mom because it's a shared account. Okay. But when I did that, I lost all this history. I didn't realize that when you delete an account, you lose its history too. Um. And yeah, it was a big bummer. So I lost all this history in my my bank account.
0: But why would you care about that account's history? Oh because you used to use it uh, for something else that, that Yeah, you,
1: it used you, to be my only account before I had the Ally account. It yeah. used to be my only account uh-huh. and it, then I just like lost that fidelity. Um I like the net worth. I mean, I don't like the fact that it's negative, but I like the fact that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> um Like I said, I'm broke. Don't don't cut, try to steal my money. <laughs> you won't find much.
0: You have a negative. Oh, okay.
1: Actually, that's we'll not talk true. talk about this. That's not true. It doesn't have my retirement accounts in here. Yes,
0: throw that in and that'll seriously
1: bump it up. I'm so net positive. Let's go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I literally have okay, I'll go over all of my accounts, which is bad. This might be not, this is probably not great, but you know, I have my basic like cash accounts, right? Checkings, um, uh, savings accounts. Then I have all my credit card accounts, I have all my loan accounts. Um, that's, you know, car loans, mortgages, um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've got, uh, I've got, let's see, all of my investment accounts. So 401ks, IRAs, stocks, um, uh, you know, my, my Vanguard accounts, um, I've got, you know, I've got my real estate, (laughs) the house, uh, my cars, I have everything, man, all my assets basically, and all my debts. And so, like, this is where Mint actually is quite powerful, is once it... Ha- it's a little scary, right? Yeah, I mean, I used to be a big, like... I used to be super against giving Mint my my data, but Mint really only becomes super handy once it has all of your data, right? If it's missing a piece, yeah, like course. your 401k, mm-hmm. then you're looking at the, the, the net worth, and you're like, that means nothing, you know? If you don't have all of that data in there, it's, you know, it's not really... Um, those numbers don't mean much. You can still have a budget, but I like to get the whole, like, use all, pretty much all the features of Mint that I can.
1: Yeah, I should I should spend some more time with it. Maybe I'll do that during my great, uh, what do you call it, two weeks of time. Yeah. Between grad it. classes. Well, I was supposed to make the wedding website. That's really my number one job. Ooh, that's important you got plenty of told. time you got pr- plenty of time that for that, that but exist.
0: the funny thing is you you it really it took me less than a day to make my uh our wedding website but i'm not doing what you're doing which is getting your own domain getting your own you know probably were you putting wordpress on it you're Speaking gonna like WordPress, yeah instance. god yeah okay Find the right theme <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I will say though, I whenever I get a wedding invite now, and I see that the the domain is a u- unique, specific, you know, .com domain, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, ooh, that's nice. It, or you know, even if it's not .com, if it's not like the not .com, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm just like, all right, that's like my respect for the couple just went up by a few points, you know. Like, yeah, because they we went ahead and figured that out. Absolutely, yeah. I'm
1: gonna do a dot wedding though because I think that's just oh, fitting. Yeah,
0: there you go, that's very appropriate.
1: I think it's like thirty bucks too, so it's not that bad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so I guess just to get into the financing again and talk about the budget, like the biggest thing for me, I mean I I outlined this on my website, but I was basically trying to limit my frivolous spending because, I mean I have this thing where I just buy things, you know, that uh that I want mm-hmm. rather than waiting or, you know, caring. Uh <laughs> just be like, I can do it, boom, bought. Uh, I've been trying to practice a little bit more self-control and I'll actually get to another topic I want to bring up, but, um, and also I just wanted to spend less money eating out in particular. Um, I thought that would be a healthy choice and also a financially healthy choice. Um, and I definitely don't spend as much eating out as I used to. It's still a really high number, um, in my opinion that needs to go down. Um, and I was doing actually really well. I had a goal of only eating out three times a week or a week. Uh, three times a month for lunch okay and that changed because co-workers have decided that like eating together is a cool idea and i have a lot more people asking me if i want to go to lunch hey and, you got some <laughs> friends now yeah, yeah yeah i know i hate it i really <laughs> don't want some i don't <laughs> I, it, it, it's compromising my financial goals which i think are higher than having work friends <laughs>
0: <laughs> this, is how, this is alex priorities guys guys we know we can't be friends anymore because you're too expensive sorry <laughs> sorry buddy
1: no it's not entirely true it's just that I, i'm very bad with temptation right like i'll pack a lunch and it's not that exciting but it exists and then they're like, "But hey, buddy, Chinese, buddy, food. we've been there. Or like, I've hey, been there Indian. with you,
0: buddy. I know how this. I know how, I know. <laughs> how it is exactly. Like, <laughs> I'm like,
1: I want it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. And you guys have food trucks
0: too. That's like, that's that's quite the temptation. Yeah, uh, oh, food trucks. Food in trucks parking are the like, oh
1: In the best way. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're excellent, but they're the worst because like, they're so good. I'm sort of one of the guys right now that is the, um, the sort of
0: bad actor, if you will, in in the scenario you're describing. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one going around like, guys, five guys, five guys? Today, that's I literally asked like ten people if they want to go five guys. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of that bad person. But I, I, I'm also um, trying to do that. Like on the days where I'm bringing the lunch, I'll just eat my lunch. You know, and so the days that I'm mm. like, oh, let's go out, then I, I feel like I'm, I'm st- that much more excited about eating out. You know, I'm like, yes, like I can. It's one of those things, you know, it's just you, when you don't do it as much, you're more excited about it when you get to do it. And and like I was so excited about having burgers also because I haven't had a burger in a long time, like coming back from Italy on our drive back from Newark to Baltimore um, from the airport. Mm-hmm. We, we stopped to get fried chicken because I was like, I, I, I'm sorry. Pasta was good. You know, Italian food's great, but I miss my fried chicken, my, my cheeseburger. My
1: <laughs> so. Can we talk about Newark airport? Was it like, I don't know. Coming back into the country, I thought was a terrible experience. I had, I was checked like three or four times for the same stuff. They kept asking the same questions and I'm like, we already did this. Why? I don't, I don't recall
0: having that, that inefficient of a process. What I thought was inefficient though, was the customs lines and that's a plural lines. I had to wait in multiple lines, one after the next. When you think you're finished with one line, they, you get into a line to get into another line. And that's, that's kind of what I'm talking about. It's freaking insane. But this is all customs, though. It's all, Are you talking about just customs? Or cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get back into the yeah, country. Right? Okay, okay, okay. I thought you were talking yeah, about was, like, um, like luggages, too, and all that stuff.
1: Okay, so my recollection was this. Step one, they give you that sheet of paper yes. and you fill it out. Step two, right. you go to a kiosk that does not accept that sheet of paper. You fill out all the exact same information again. Oh, Step I, three, I it prints not. out a receipt.
0: Oh, I didn't have to do that. You're talking about the okay. customs declaration sheet that you fill out on the plane? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I didn't have to scan that in anywhere. I just not up know. to that.
1: I, we didn't have to scan either. We had to go to a machine and enter it all in again digitally.
0: Why? That was weird. I literally, uh, that was the last thing that at the very end when we were about to basically actually exit, there was an officer that was just collecting all those sheets.
1: Yeah, no, so then we we got like a receipt of it, but then we ended up just handing them the one we filled out. So we went with the officer. So that's three steps. We fill out a thing. We did it again. We hand it to the officer. We get our bags and then they, they check us again. I don't even remember wh- why, but they check us again. I, did you? And I'm like,
0: when you <laughs> scanned your passport, did you get a little, you know how you get, you scan your passport now and you get a little printout of like, you, they take a picture of you too. So you get this yeah, little yeah, sheet, yeah. like mm-hmm. thin paper sheet printout with your face on it. Yeah. Did you guys get a ginormous X over your face? I
1: don't sheet? believe I did. Ah, uh, lucky you. Are you a target? So that's the funny target. thing,
0: right? Like, I had to do this for three members of my family, including myself, right? So I mm-hmm. scan all three of our passports. I go through all of this stuff. Finally, it prints out our things, right? And so it prints out Carolina's no X. I was like, oh, awesome. Because usually she's she's the one that gets the X, you know? She's, you know, married to me. I, if you just look at her background, you, you'd get a little suspicious, right? Um, <laughs> and then with Gabe prints out Gabe's, you know and no x i was like great okay yeah he was born here you know he's <laughs> the a one-year-old he's a two-year-old yeah he's he's not you know you know he's a little too young to be a terrorist so i was like okay no problem we're going straight through right because i didn't even it didn't even occur to me that there would be anything on mine mine gets printed giant x and i was like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> i was like come on I'm the reason my wife, wife even like can come back into this country right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it, all it my is my <laughs> citizenship. Oh man! So then, uh, so that I think that made us then wait in another line um, to go do actually eventually talk to a, a customs officer. Um, but I don't know. There was a guy who like asked for those slips of paper, and when he saw that mine had an X in it, he like redirected us um Mm. so i don't i don't know what the other direction would have been you know maybe it would have just been like whoop straight through i don't know
1: but i'll never know well maybe i will who knows i don't know man so i i i just guess we flew back it was all day of travel and then I had to drive three hours, and it was already late. Yeah, man, same. <laughs> I know. And then I was just like, I was just not happy. Yeah, we danced I was the same like, dance. Let's... Please, just let me through. Get me to my car. I, I just want to go home. I know. Got some Taco Bell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, yeah, I did KFC.
1: That last hour of the drive was like pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. Like, half a, half a week, just rumbling down 95. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Like, I hope this is going to work out. I hope no one dies. Um,
0: <laughs> I know because and then the whole time you're thinking like wow it's like 3 a.m. right now where I was you know <laughs> I should be yeah asleep. exactly
1: <laughs> oh yeah exactly yeah it, it was brutal I've noticed that like those drives aren't bad if you can somehow withhold a conversation but yeah. after spending two weeks together in a foreign country and you know <laughs> <laughs> you're, a flight you, yeah. day you run out you run out it's, it's, <laughs> it's okay. like you have to just like you, reading books to you one get, another, you, get a like, dry. another
0: you hit a dry point trust me man wait till you get married all right <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm just like i have nothing i want to say to you right now not in a negative way just to sh- what, what, man what to talk about? there'll
0: be there'll be dates that you'll have where you're you, you might have you know one conversation <laughs>
1: um it was actually funny when we were driving back from Taylor Swift this weekend, it was a similar, like pretty late night and, um, from Philly. And I was getting pretty tired on the drive back, even though it was only a two hour drive back. Like I was, I was feeling it. And I think Rachel identified that everyone, I think I identified that I was getting pretty sleepy behind the wheel. Uh And, um, Rachel's like, should I just piss you off? Like, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, I was like, yeah, that sounds great. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so she just started bringing up things that she knows annoys me and I was just like getting riled up and I was like boom perfect we're home <laughs> that is that's when you know
0: you know you made the right choice I, like,
1: I was like God bless you I was like I'm so impressed you got me going real good there you go <laughs> we listen to oh, uh,
0: yeah we listen to podcasts a lot um, if we you know if we don't really have anything to talk about we just listen to podcasts or um, yeah you know people who are married for like 50 years it's like what did they talk about? You know? I don't the know. Leather. There's a, there's a, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Anyways. So, so joint finances, budgeting, <laughs> anything you want to talk about more about that? Just cause you know, we got,
1: I, we got I was thinking plenty the same thing.
0: Any of topics here. Um,
1: I know, but like, I don't know. I feel like we haven't overanalyzed anything about our budgets. I think we just kind of like, yeah, like we kind of glossed
0: over it. You're right. Um, well, part of it is that I sort of, in order to dive into this, I kind of want to, give more detail than I'm comfortable giving the details yeah. for. Um, you know, like ideally I'd show you, you know, or a recording of like, I don't mind showing you, but it's just oh, like, you if, know what it but is. I'm going to talk about some numbers and I'm like, I don't know if I'm comfortable doing that.
1: Joint finances. No joint. That was the whole point. The joint. Uh,
0: part. Yes. Yes. That was the part we were supposed you're to overanalyze. Joint. Yeah. Especially <laughs> Sorry, edit out the first 30 expect- <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Reset. <laughs> um, oh, no, I think, man. I think it plays into budgeting. Um, I mean, you mentioned, for example, that um, because Rachel isn't so good at, you know, capturing expenditures in real time, that it's just sort of became a very hard thing to do. That's one of the things that I would say, like, you're going to face with joint financing is one of the one of the things about tools like Mint where it just automatically captures all of that is, you know, Carolina has separate credit card accounts, but it'll pull all that in, right? So I know immediately, like, yeah. all right. We're, we have our our one budget is a joint budget and you know it's um, it's gonna come out right doesn't matter if she bought lunch or I bought lunch or both of them bought lunch like it's gonna go towards that same budget and mint will just automatically capture it like we don't have to enter anything which is so nice um, but uh, the but as far as like finances in general like not not as much budget but finances, um, there's so many ways of doing it. Um, I know a lot of people, kind of in your situation, but not even engaged, who, like, um, you know, they have joint finances. Um, oh, wow. But mm-hmm. I don't really consider it joint until uh, you actually have something with both of your names on it. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm we have a and, lease, but. Yeah, it's not a. F- well, that could help, actually. Because I, I think about it from the perspective of like what we're thinking, what we're going through right now with Carolina and her green card is that we have to provide, um, it's, it's coming up on our two year, um, two years when she first got her green card, but it's a conditional green card, which means that um, 90 days before her uh, green card expires after the two year anniversary of the green card, she, we have to prove, we have to apply to remove the condition. And that application involves basically submitting all kinds of evidence. Um, so they mentioned like joint finances, you know, anything with both of our names on it. So you're right, like the lease ca- would count, um, but they like things mm-hmm. like bank accounts, you know, savings accounts, investment accounts with both of our names on it, which I'm like done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, things like showing that we're each other's benefit, um, benefic- uh, what is it, beneficiary. Beneficiary is it? Beneficiary? That's it, right? Beneficiary. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. All right, yeah. So, um, heck, yeah, our house right now is under both of our names. Um, this the the weird thing is that so the house, as the deed can, is concerned, has both of our names, but the actual mortgage, the loan itself, only has my name. Right. Yeah, I remember you telling me that once. Yeah, I'm like. Like, practically speaking, this is sort of a bad decision, but like, but I think it's fine. It, it, it actually made a lot of sense practically to leave her out of the loan, out of the actual mortgage, um, cause they tend to actually take just the lower of the two credit scores that they get. Um, the two, right. the low, the worst of the two credit histories that you apply with, um, but the thing was like when they went to go look for Carolina's um, credit history, the guy literally came back and was like, "Are you sure you gave me the right social security number?" We're like, yeah uh, are you sure you gave me the right birthday uh-huh right name uh-huh then he was he literally was like, "I don't think your wife exists <laughs> <laughs> um, it just wasn't coming back anything she had no credit history um uh, so that was kind of funny um
1: yeah you can have her on loan then
0: oh yeah, definitely not, so we were quick to remediate that um for her, but uh yeah, as far as the loan was concerned at the time, then it was it had to just be my name, so that was fine, but fair enough, yeah yeah, so yeah. I, right, I think um, I'll just say one more thing, like like the thing we do is that we basically share. We have the same um, checking account, but we have separate uh, credit card accounts, Um, Mm -hmm. separate retirement savings accounts, um, but uh, joint investment brokerage accounts. Um, So it's sort of interweaved, if you will. Like, I would say most of our accounts are joint. Some of them are separate. So... And that's that's been working out for us great. I know couples though that don't do that at all. They have nothing joint you know they they literally um, have separate checking. In fact, they'll have three checking accounts a third one where they pool money into equally to pay for shared uh, services essentially bills yeah. utilities mm-hmm. um, so they know what their budget what they need a budget for their bills and utilities. And then they literally have a third account where they put an equal share amount into that account and and then that goes to paying for bills and utilities. <laughs> and then everything else they do whatever the heck they want with it. They have separate budgets. And I think that, that blows my mind. I'm like,
1: what? Yeah, I d I don't know. That gets a little so crazy. It, I'm like, I don't it know. It makes a lot of sense if yeah. like you don't have long term goals and cash flow is not your problem. Um I, I would know. also say, like, if both
0: people are financially responsible, uh, yeah, and not just responsible, but I'd say even, um, mature, financially engaged, mature. engaged. I was saying, yeah, yeah, engaged. yeah,
1: like they're like engaged with their finances. Right. It's not just like it's something that they care about and they, they monitor. Um, I mean, I don't know. I consider that path, but I don't think it really makes any sense. Um, I think it just makes things more complicated. I don't mind just pulling from the same thing. I know there's going to be times we spend money on things I don't really care for. I guarantee there's things I spend money on <laughs> that Rachel doesn't care for. Um, but as long as we're able to pill- pay the bills and retire on time. Right. I think that's all that matters. But see, that, and that, those that... are the, that's why like, I outlook on everything. I to, I think I told you that recently. I was like, you know, realistically, as long as I can pay the bills and I can look at my retirement account and be like, "Sweet, I'll be able to retire." Yeah. I don't care about the rest. The rest is kind of secondary.
0: Yeah. Well, yes. Right. I mean, you still want to go on
1: vacations, like, to London, of course. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, maybe not there. Um, Just in general, yeah. I mean, I guess pay the bills is also, like, paying for said lifestyle, like, the credit card bill. Uh, I I include that in in the bills. Because, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's like everything goes on the credit card, right? So, like, there's no concept of... um, of spending cash, really? So, that is a bill. Um, it's just my lifestyle bill.
0: Uh, that's, how I, that's how I
1: see it. That's interesting. All right.
0: So, if you put everything on that credit card, you basically have just one budget category: bills.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, the the credit card is how it can track like each thing in the budget. Um, I mean, I have I have an additional line items. Actually, I have quite a few uh, line items. I think Okay, so you like do that, yeah. you
0: do consider then the expenditures on your credit card as actual actual expenditure of money, right? Like you know, you yeah, pay yeah, for yeah, lunch yeah, yeah. with your credit card, that well that goes towards your lunch budget. Doesn't go towards a bills budget.
1: Oh no, no, no. No. Okay. I'm okay. just saying like I think of that as a bill. I don't think of it as uh any different. Like when I say pay my bills I, I, I include that. Oh in that sentence. Okay. All which right. is which means I'm paying for everything I'm doing in my life. I see. I yeah. see. Yeah. Um, actually, so uh, do you have any? I think I know the. I do know the answer. But for the for the <laughs> for the sake of the audience, do you have any interesting um, accounts or not accounts, but um, line items in your budget?
0: Well, which one accounts or or line items in my budget?
1: Line um, items. Like, do you okay. have any interesting
0: line items? I. Uh, I mean, I'll tell you. I can tell you what my categories are. Um, so. So first of all, income, right? Income itself, I have uh, I have uh I have three different lines. <laughs> I have regular paycheck, I have mm-hmm. dependent care spending account reimbursement, I have health no. health savings account reimbursement. <laughs> These are things nice. you will learn when you have uh children and you start. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I've seen them. <laughs> I, I know about them. <laughs>
0: and once you start having kids and having to go through expensive pregnancies. Um so yeah, that that's that's a thing. Um so anyways, um, I have that. But then in the spending categories, I have auto and transport. That's basically all of my um, gas, parking, um, tolls, whatever. Um, and then I have this uh, huge sort of parent category called bills and utilities. But underneath that, I have car payment, home security, which is finally gone. I'm so happy to say that. That will be no longer uh, there anymore. I got rid of the the monthly paid for service. Um, but, uh, internet, uh, my mobile, my phone bill, um, TV, which is basically Netflix, uh, and then just general utilities. Um, so BG&E, um, and then I have, uh, food, uh, which is a big category. Um, I have gifts and donations, um, gym, kids, which is just daycare basically. Um, daycare and also like, you know, diapers or whatever, um, a general miscellaneous shopping category. Um, just cause like, you know, mint has like way more categories than you'll ever need. And the right. thing is, you know, I got a haircut last, you know, last weekend and I'm not going to put that in its own category. Are you kidding me? Like beauty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right beauty or like personal care. It's like, no, I'm just going to put that in miscellaneous, you know, so I don't want to end up. That's the thing. You can you can be like have death by categorization. You know, that's just like... Oh, yeah. That is then, you know, you have a category for every single transaction. That's, you know, that's obviously no good. Um, those are kind of my main ones. I do have one for property tax because I did spend money on property tax. Uh, so I want to capture that in my budget. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I usually for the month, I try to for the coming month, like, right, like when July is over... I'm in August, August 1st. I will plan my August's uh, budget. And if I know like, oh, I got a, you know, car insurance payment coming up. All right. I got to, you know, budget that into it or, you know, um, some kind of tax or whatever. One time thing. Well, not one time, but you know what I mean? Like every six months or whatever. I Mm -hmm. like, okay, I got to put that into the budget. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, We had sort of like, because our vacation in Italy went into July, into July 8th then i have a vacation budget there too um so that's yeah it's kind of a rundown i guess of my categories and then i have goals as well which are which the way mint does goals is kind of nice um there's a whole separate goals which is sort of separate from budget though it shows up in budget as well um when you go to the goals uh section the tab at the top uh, mm-hmm. You just yeah. say like, look, I. W- f- so for me, I have, I have house savings, I have uh, Gabriel savings for his college, I have Carolina's retirement, and that's so I have three goals, right? And that's basically three numbers, uh, three three things that I want to save for every month, and those three numbers are automatically deducted from my income um, every month, and. It's different than budget because uh, because it's not something I can easily change. Like, the goals there are sort of set. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. it sort of promotes the fact that you shouldn't change your goals as, as easily as you should be, as you um, can with, like, your regular month-to-month budget, right? Like, my food, right? Like, all right, you know what? I'm going to try and cut back my food budget by $100. bucks. All right, you know. But, like, you're not supposed to be like, all right, my child's college savings, eh, I'm going to cut that back by, like, $100 this month. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to do that, you know. So, yeah. um, so those goals are kind of like uh, the first things that get taken out of the income. And then what's remaining is you can budget that out. You can budget out the remaining amount, um, which I like the way that uh, Mint does that. So, and then after, of course, like, goals and your budget, then you have what's left over. And then that, you know, you can you can budget that out too, but typically I, I just keep track of that. Um, once I have my budget set throughout the month, as, as you know, I see transactions rolling in, like I said earlier, it just sort of, by now it's all, um, I you know, it's almost all like categorized automatically. Not 95% of the time is correctly categorized, so I don't do much. I just sort of double check that it correct, categorized it correctly um and then i just go to my budgets i just check like oh yeah, i'm doing okay you know i check every other day or so um and at the end of the month i just basically look at where i am um i will tell like carolina and myself that like oh you know we're going grocery shopping okay where are we at with the food budget you know and we'll say uh okay we can spend you know 150 bucks in groceries today no more you know um for the week right um okay so that helps because then we know exactly like how much we can spend on like groceries um it's easier especially you know you go a nice grocery store and (laughs) like you know we love Wegmans you know so you walk through Wegmans man if you don't have a limit for yourself you 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 put in all kinds of crazy stuff (laughs) expensive stuff too in your shopping cart Um, see I
1: just okay yeah,
0: I don't know. That's that's us. That's only because we I, know that's like our weakness.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I I actually almost never buy anything expensive at the grocery store because it just makes me sad when I look at the other option, which is kind of weird to say that because like I don't feel that way at almost any other thing in life. But like, unless like lamb is on sale, I'm like, okay, I could pay ten dollars a pound for this ground lamb, or I can pay like nothing, <laughs> not actually, but like you know, significantly less for a ground beef. Um, so I, I still get land. I mean, I, I will do it occasionally, but it's a lot harder for me to go over the hump because I'm, I'm always just thinking like cost per meal. And whenever I'm buying stuff at the grocery store, it's to like lower the cost per meal. And I'm competent enough in my cooking skills that I can, I feel like I can make anything taste pretty good. So yeah, like I don't need to buy like really nice stuff in order to still enjoy my meals. No, I get Um, you. But
0: like, you know, you don't, you don't, (laughs) I mean, you don't buy steak, you know, choice. So i don't yeah, i don't uh, often buy
1: steak no i don't because it just about, makes me sad how expensive it is
0: how about <laughs> fish
1: um no not really i mean i i bought <laughs> so i bought nice fish once and like i didn't cook it right like it didn't uh, didn't come out that great and it, it made me really disappointed um okay, how about cheese uh i get really good cheese but it's actually relatively reasonable because i go to prima wait is
0: prima a greek place
1: yeah, I don't. I don't. I exclusively get my cheese from the Greek store, and it's like authentic uh, Greek cheese. Okay.
0: All right. Well. All right. But that's. <laughs> it's reasonably that's, priced. Yeah, okay. All right. If it's reasonably priced,
1: um, cheese the fat are... is way cheaper there than than at like the grocery store, and it's like a hundred times better. Sure.
0: See, I'm yeah. I'm a sucker for like charcuterie snacks. You know, like as a snack. Oh yeah. I, don't know if I said that <laughs> at all, but I know. What you're but talking you know, about. like man, I love my you know my sopressata you know, salami or my Genoa salami <laughs> and oh, like stuff so expensive. slap that with some brie cheese on a cracker. Oh dude. That's,
1: I'm done. It's so good, I'm but done. it's so pricey.
0: I know. Yeah. But see, that's the kind of stuff like we like to spend money on, you know, cause it's like, mm-hmm. we like that stuff. Um, or, you know, pate, like pate is not cheap. Like it's, it's sort of, you know, it's kind of a highbrow kind of, kind of a snack, but it's so good. <laughs> it's so good though. Um, so anyways uh yeah i
1: don't know i'm i don't know i i just haven't sometimes like for instance i call me crazy right so i'm like looking at these like really beautiful steaks at wherever and they're like 25 dollars a pound or something and i'm just like that is ungodly like i feel bad paying that much at a restaurant yeah let alone for the steak that i'm making myself oh yeah i'm like Oh my gosh. Like what the hell is this meat? Uh, what am I eating at the <laughs> at the restaurant? Um <laughs> that's I know, also I know. a question I know. that gets raised. I got this guy um,
0: who um who he has cows. He has a ranch. He has um some cattle and he's been mm-hmm. selling uh he's been selling um beef and lamb for a long time now. And I got did I tell you this? I got some samples from no. him. Um, he gave me uh some samples so some like um some uh lamb chops and some uh uh he gave me some ground beef like burger patties as well as uh little pieces I think he gave me some steak yeah I, anyways um I sous vide them um I we we uh finished them on the grill oh my god they were delicious and this guy was like I I I was terrified I was like I feel bad getting a sample and then I'm not going to buy anything and I was thinking like I'm not going to buy anything cuz it's probably super expensive but then I asked him, I was like, so what do you know, like how much would, you know, per pound, how much would those um, lamb chops be or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's and he gave me a number that I was just like, oh, wow, that's very comparable to what I would find at the grocery store. And like right. not mm-hmm. not even like the expensive ones. I, they, they'd be like the, the um, what do you call it, like the Costco priced um, Oh, nice. I was really surprised, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess he has a large enough production of it. Although I'm kind of surprised because this guy works full time at you know, at work, right,
1: Jobby mm-hmm. job,
0: and like he's able to process the meat and sell it all for like the same price as you know the family pack at Wegmans. I'm like that's crazy. Um, that's pretty impressive, and it's yeah. obviously like quite fresh, and and it's kind of cool to like get that from a coworker, like. Like, the meat I am eating was literally just raised up the street by a guy I know, you know, a guy I work with. Mm -hmm. Like, how cool Hmm. is that, you know?
1: (laughs) That is actually really cool. I I have access to a farmer's market at work. Um, They come on Thursday, so they'll come tomorrow. And I've been getting, like, blueberries and stuff like that because it's pretty comparably priced to um, the grocery store uh, when it's not on sale. But the meat is fairly expensive, yeah. And I really don't care wh- if my chickens were a free range or anything, so I'll take my third cost chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, the lamb prices were like slightly more expensive than the grocery store, so I was like, maybe I'll consider that one day. But, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, my interesting line items for my budget are some th- some of the expensive things in my life that I want to keep an eye on. So concerts. I keep an eye on how much I spend going to see concerts. Um, and I also keep an eye on how much I spend on tech, <laughs> specifically Apple. So you have a specific
0: um, item for, for tech?
1: I have an okay. Apple addiction column.
0: Oh, that's hilarious. I, that See, that would just be my shopping category. That's my miscellaneous.
1: I want to track that individually just to understand. I've been really good this year. Um, and I don't think I'm going to be bad the rest of the year. Um, Although I did spend some since the last time we spoke. Um, And streaming slash Patreon slash, um, like, anything I pay to support creators, I have uh, in a a line item. I consider it kind of my entertainment budget. Interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah. I I would probably put that under my gifts and donations.
1: But... (laughs) Gifts and donations? (laughs) What? That's... (laughs) That, that is I mean, what it, it is. I, I suppose, but they're the people you don't know. <laughs> Who? I mean, like the Patreon... I, I, I actually do know most of the people I do support on Patreon, but, like, I don't support them for that reason. I support them because I like their stuff. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that they create. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I give... My, like, okay, we... Part of the gifts and donations, for example, for us is, like... Um, we give some money to uh, Carolina's brother, who's a priest. So mm-hmm. he's a missionary priest. So he depends on donations, right? He doesn't get like an income from, uh, say, like a parish, right? Where he would co- he would get an income from money collected from the parish. Um, he does. He doesn't get that. that. Yeah, because no, yeah. that's that's the thing about missionary priests. They they don't. They're not. Um, I don't know if I'm using the terms correctly, but they're not like diocesan or parish priests. So they don't have the money that comes from a parish um, yeah, so they rely on charity basically wow mm-hmm. so yeah so I like what he does and <laughs> <laughs> I like what he uh produces <laughs>
1: yeah, sure um yeah, I guess that's it uh for the interesting items i had I track also like how much I spend in car repairs just to like, have an idea on that, and also I track um vacation independently just to see how much that is that makes me sad the amount of money we spent on vacation this year kind of makes me sad (laughs) i guess i'm just not much of a vacationer it seems um and yeah i don't know that's basically it that's kind of how i look at look at these finances it's going well the year's going pretty good i mean it's not as good as it could be there's some months where i'm just like what are you doing alec but uh well, especially good. Yeah. So as I take a look
0: at my July budget, I and and spe- specifically the leftover line, of like this is how much I have left over, it is a high number, and I'm like, what? It's unusually high. And then I realize, oh, when I was listing off the categories, I completely didn't mention mortgage because this month I don't have a mortgage payment. Um, and that's nice. Yeah, it's funny because <laughs> um, apparently I've been paying my mortgage uh bill a month early i don't know how it ended up into that so i literally was on the phone with um with my um with the bank and uh and i was like so if i'm paying a month early can i just get back onto a regular schedule that any you know normal people are paying on time but not early and they were like yeah sure and i was was like okay uh does that mean can i just you know, and this was in June, right? So I was like, "So, could I pay in August?" And they're like, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "With no late fee, I'd be on time." You're like, "Yeah, yeah." So then I was like, "Okay." So then I essentially <laughs> got by without um, paying for my mortgage in without a mortgage payment in July. <laughs> so I'm like that's kind of cool. I'm like that's awesome because yeah, I also um I also uh, got rid of our escrow account, um,
1: which yeah, I remember uh, you saying that too.
0: Yeah, okay, so I did tell you, yeah. So that is uh that was exciting because yeah, I just don't like putting money into an account that someone else is, like, paying for things out of without my knowledge. I mean, I know about mm-hmm. it. I know they're using the escrow account. I know what they're using it for. I just don't like, um like, you know, I, I like paying my bills. I don't want someone else to pay my bills with my money for me. I don't know. I just, something about it that I didn't. It was also because they wanted to up the escrow payment um, for. I, oh yeah, I've been I've been telling you this. Uh, there was this whole debate, like back and forth with, between me and um, and uh, the bank about like they wanted to increase my escrow payment uh, because they think I have an increase in um, a large enough increase in my property taxes, and which I do. I have a increase in the property tax because the value of the home went up um, but not by as much as they p- project you know because and so i literally was doing my math double checking their math i'm like i don't think this is right anyways i got so frustrated that i was just like look just just delete my escrow account and then they did and i was like all right done so i get like i got like a bunch of money refunded back from my escrow account and that's another source of income this month um, but it's not really a source of income because I know like that canceled out. For example, I didn't cancel out, but it took care of like the property tax payment I made, you know, this yeah. month as
1: well. So that's the yeah. Thing. I, I actually put a line item in <laughs> this month. I sold enough concert tickets that I was like income because <laughs> um, I had I had some extra tickets that I had to get rid of, um, and I was like, oh, sweet, that's money.
0: Hey, there you go.
1: <laughs> um, so. I guess after show question mark?
0: Yeah. Well, I you know what I've been wanting to ask you how your uh, stereo HomePod life is.
1: Also, yeah, I figured. Talk about our
0: trips, maybe trip to Italy and all that stuff.
1: Well, I was gonna, I was thinking maybe we should save that for the episode with uh, your friend.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Okay, all right. Ooh, all right. So- kind of sp- putting out some spoiler spoilers here. <laughs> spoiler.
1: Um. So okay, stereo HomePod list. <laughs> so um. Shortly after our podcast we recorded last um, and I was talking about maybe doing it. Best Buy had a sale on refurbished HomePods; they were a hundred dollars off, and I was like, "Done, ship it." And it took forever, but eventually it arrived, and um, I immediately set it up as a stereo pair, and I put them in front of me. And I played some music, and it sounds real good. Um, I don't know what else to say. It sounds excellent, and I recommend it. Um, <laughs> and then now, where, which room is it in?
0: What do you, where you got it? Well,
1: they're not like that right now. I, I, so oh, okay. it's easy enough to unplug, move it into the living room, and stereo pair them. Like it takes no more than a minute to do all that. Um, it boots up fast. You see it in the in the app. You make it a pair. Um, and it's super easy to unpair them that, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I, I haven't done it as much since I first got it, but I also just been so busy. I haven't had time just to sit down and listen to music like I've been. Um, but yeah, no, it works, it works great. It sounds really good. Um, but right now I have it in the kitchen and in the bedroom and I do multi-room audio almost every single morning and it sounds great and it's perfectly in sync. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, the one thing I will say that is terrible um, <laughs> nightmare one might say uh, is that if you say that your home pod is in your bedroom, which is accurate, and you say lights off, it only turns off the lights in the bedroom. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Wait, if you say, Hey Dingus, turn
0: lights off, it on- as in like turn you don't say all lights, but you just say turn lights off. It only turns it off in the room you're currently in. Correct. Oh, that's dumb. Yes. You, what if you say
1: turn all lights off? Then it will do all them. Turn all, uh, It only does the room you're I, in, but but if you don't have it in a room that it recognizes lights in, then it turns them all off. Thus, oh what? Yes. So, because my kitchen one turns off all the lights when I say that, but my first of all, so I have inconsistent okay. behavior the between the does two it home know pods. Which room you're? How does it know which room you're in, anyways? Well, you say what room the HomePod sits in. Remember when you set it up? You say it's like in the kitchen or it's in the dining room or whatever. No, but yeah, but how do you? How do they know where you are? Because you're saying when you
0: say, "Hey, Dingus turn lights off." It you were saying that based on where you are. Yeah, if I'm in
1: the bedroom, if I say it in the bedroom, the bedroom HomePod picks it up. Yeah, because the bedroom HomePod is the closest one; it picks it up, and then it turns off only the lights in my room. And I can see the lights are still on in the living room. So you're saying it's – are you saying like, hey, dingus, to the HomePod
0: to turn the lights off? So it's whichever HomePod picks it up? Yeah, but
1: if I'm in the bedroom, the bedroom one picks it up.
0: Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay.
1: so I'll say, hey, dingus, bedroom one picks it up, turns off the bedroom lights. I can still see the living room lights on, and I'm like, oh. So I, if you say turn off the lights again and it recognizes the lights are already off in the room, it does all the lights in the house. Thus, because my two HomePods work differently, they both live in the kitchen, and I just have different names for them. Um, I call the one that is in the bedroom the floater because I like, it, it, it you never know where it, it might be. But they're actually both registered as in the kitchen, so that I get that same behavior that I prefer.
0: Mm. Don't you have um like a scene to say like, "Hey dingus, good night," and then just turns off?
1: everything? Yes, I could do that too. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Problem solved. It's not problem solved. I want consistent behavior for the same trigger phase. I don't think that's too much to ask for.
0: Yeah, it's called Good Night.
1: I want to say whatever the hell I want, Jude. Yeah. Oh, so what's actually really entertaining is that Siri shortcuts, so since I have 12 installed but the HomePod's not updated, it, like, half the time works. (laughs) So if I say a Siri shortcut trigger phrase, it'll, like, sometimes it'll be like, okay, gotcha. And the other times it's like, uh, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, dude. I'm sure it'll get better. Um I'm actually really excited for Siri Shortcuts. I have the Shortcuts app on my phone. Um you might be wondering, "Hey Alec, how do you have the Shortcuts app on your phone?"
0: Hey, Alec. <laughs> how do you have the Shortcuts app on your
1: phone? I am an iOS developer now.
0: How Haven't you always been uh, had a iOS developer account?
1: No, I've never paid for one, and I still haven't.
0: Oh, you have Oh. Yeah, because you were using some other account, some friend's account.
1: I used to use a friend's account, but uh, hey June, ask ask Alec if he has a developer account through work now.
0: Ah, uh, very nice.
1: Yeah, so I'm doing AR stuff now.
0: Oh, very cool. Yeah, okay. man.
1: So uh, that, I I haven't told you this until now because I'm in the wow. <laughs> save for the show. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's I, exciting. Um, I mean, not exclusively. It's not my main focus. Um, today it was kind of my main focus, but normally it's not. And, uh, yeah, I'm prototyping something in an AR and, uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm excited about it. My boss, my boss team can't talk. You can't talk much about it, I guess. Uh, (laughs) no, but it's a data visualization problem. Okay. And, uh, it's, it's cool because like I get to work in the unclassified environment for now. Um, just like as a proof of concept. Uh, and eventually we want to move it into that environment, but it's going to be so difficult to do because, um, cameras and yeah.
0: Mm, Right. And and like,
1: I would want to do things wirelessly, but I can't most likely. And I don't know, it'll be a big mess. That's a future problem to solve. My understanding is if you make something good enough and they like it enough, they will find a way to make that work.
0: Okay.
1: But I'll be delighted if I have a Mac in a closed area. I think that'd just be so cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd
0: be that. Did not, that would be awesome. So you have a so when you if you're using AR Kit, um, is it doing all the calculations uh, with the data locally on the device, or 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 is it sending it somewhere, or both? What kind of calculations? on the situation? Well, okay, does it ever have to contact a, a server somewhere? in order to do anything with ARKit. Oh, no, no, no.
1: ARKit is all on device. It's all local, Yeah Yeah, right? yeah.
0: yeah it's on, on device. That's what I thought. So then you have no issues as far as, like, you know, pictures of, you know, your work environment and that going to some server that's not controlled by your work. Oh, right? yeah, no, that's not the issue. Yeah. Okay. That's not the issue okay, at okay.
1: all. No. no, it's just, uh, in general, cameras can't be in a closed area. Sure, um, sure. But, yeah. yeah it's uh apparently you can work around it eventually um but we'll see it's gonna be that's gonna get really complicated really fast but that's a future problem but yeah i'm working in ar it's cool um air kit 2 is really really powerful and capable um i don't know if you've played with it much but ar kit 2 um like they have this slingshot game that demos all the new tech and sticks the table so well I'm, I'm really impressed and it does object recognition so you can pre-scan an object and then it'll recognize it in 3d space and do whatever you say to it uh they had an example where it identified a photograph and then played a video over the top of the photograph and it was like basically one-to-one and it looked like harry potter it was like like i mean it was perfect it was really good um and yeah it's it's really cool um I think it's really capable and I'm excited to do more about it. Well, that's awesome,
0: man. That I'm really happy for you because this is something I feel like is something you wanted to work on. You're getting experience doing iOS development and it's AR. I mean, that's like, uh, you know, one of the hot things right now, you know, machine learning, AR, Ooh, um, I feel like, uh, I feel like this is this is awesome right now.
1: For you. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um, I was super excited that day, and um, <laughs> and of course, like because of how I am, I I was really excited that day, and then like the next day, I was kind of like scared um, because I feel like I really need to deliver on this to feel validated as a person now. Um, so it's like a little scarier. Like work matters more now because like this is something I really want to do well. <laughs> Uh, I like am I'm more I'm more invested than just my normal day to day kind of stuff in a way because like that's the whole like if Alec ever could do this as a full time thing that'd be great but I also need to like actually do well in it to feel that that's an idea I don't know so yeah everything's like a little like, bit more real yeah. now um, and we'll see I'm sure you'll be fine I think yeah I, I the thing that scares me is um, it's just it's going into a lot of stuff I don't understand Right? Like AR kit's actually really pretty simple to you know spin up your first app and get it going, but just like learning so much about graphics and rendering and models and shaders and this that's and the others, polygons like uh-huh. that's just a lot of overhead um that I don't know anything about yet, so that kind of scares sure. me, and also like just the challenges of trying to create you know unclassified version of this thing and then bringing it in, I think is going to be challenging um so it's just like managing all that but i'm talking to the right people these people are going to be able to help guide me to do this correctly um and yeah and it's all up to me no one else is working on it so it's all up to me to like make this thing happen and look good and work and i've been watching wwdc videos and getting paid for it so i think that's kind of (laughs) cool wow yeah yeah look at that i know right that's awesome (laughs) who would have thought but yeah erica too (laughs) really cool very impressive. Um next time we hang out I'll have to show you on my phone. It's really cool. Yeah. It's funny how you're you know, you're getting more and more
0: into the Apple development ecosystem and I'm actually going more into the Windows side of things. Yeah. We um we just started deploying and playing around with uh Microsoft Azure products like Service Fabric, uh microservices, oh, and wow. that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So well, I have one more question. Cause I didn't, I didn't. I had one more question about HomePod. I didn't get to ask. Oh you. yeah, go for it. So maybe mm-hmm. you can spin this back into the HomePod section. I don't know. Use your magic uh, editing skills. But I was gonna ask, if you were in a in a two thousand square feet house, two two stories, you know, with uh, five bedrooms, how would you would you buy more HomePods? Basically, more than two, or do you think it becomes at some point cost prohibitive? Aka, if you were if you lived in my house, would you buy? <laughs> oh, I know. I know what that question
1: mapped to. <laughs> I ain't no dummy. Um. So look, I mean, the question really is, uh, home pods per person. <laughs> I think. <laughs> so HPP, yeah. No, I get it. Uh, <laughs> and the reason I say that is like, okay, yeah, you have all these bedrooms, but realistically. You and Carolina share a bedroom. Gabe has one, but his his communication skills aren't quite there. To control a, uh, control home <laughs> the control a control put one in his
0: room <laughs> his first her first like audible words would be hey dingus <laughs>
1: oh man um, so I'll say this: having two fills the room a lot better uh, uh, which which makes sense, but it, it does, and you have big rooms. Um
0: well I wouldn't I probably wouldn't get them for stereo. I probably just get them for multi-room use um because like, you know, our living room is f- quite separated from the kitchen, right? So I'd like to be able to walk back and forth between the kitchen, the dining room and the living room and get continuous sound coverage, you know, audio coverage. Yeah, so um, and I think that would be awesome if that could happen.
1: Yeah, what you really should do, June. So like I guess the better question might be to ask me about future house. Cause I've been already thinking about it. So, um, I'm going to invest in a new stereo system for my living room and it's going to have uh, a new Apple TV. Um, and yours is a generation. Is it, it's the four K HDR. No, you have a, the one before it. I'm
0: waiting for a deal on the four K HDR, but yeah, I have the, I think the third generation. So
1: it has the, 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 the trackpad remote, right?
0: It, it so no it does not.
1: Oh. Um so one more generation before that. Yeah, so we have the same um, one then. Um so that probably won't do it. But basically like if you have a um the newer ones, it has um right. the HDMI controls to turn on the television or yep. turn on your receiver, and then your receiver becomes an airplay two hub. Um right. so I would get the stereo system to have like that and that'd be making the sound for most of my house bottom level i'll still keep a home pod in the kitchen for ease of use and and timers and all that good stuff queries um i'll still keep one in the bedroom because i think it's actually really nice there i like listening to stuff when i'm changing and getting ready in the morning um and i wouldn't i don't i am a big believer in not investing in basements so i don't i wouldn't have one in the basement And, uh, you know, kids' rooms, they're not going to get equipped with HomePods right away. But, you know, eventually, sure, why not? Um, So, so yeah, not really. I mean, I don't know. It's all about places of, like, where you want to be able to talk to a person and where you want good sound. And, I mean, realistically, I want good sound everywhere. But I would cover 95% of the the places I'm in by those rooms that I've already described.
0: Right. But the way you describe it, though like, would it be any cheaper to do the stereo sound systems that you're talking about um, hooked up to your Apple TV versus just, say, like, another HomePod? Or 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 get the Apple I mean, TV, it. but, you know, don't go through stereo. But, like, for me, like, I would probably just play it through... I guess if I want to play audio directly from Apple TV, I looked at this, and it seems like the newest 4K HDR actually is does not have it's short it does not have the um audio output jacks that the action our generation actually has
1: oh the optical uh, sound they
0: took, yeah the optical sound they took that away so a lot of people were complaining because then you can't actually hook it up to a receiver anymore i think so connected
1: with hdmi hdmi carries HDMI. audio yeah
0: is there two hdmi ports in there no just one in the Oh, so you got one for the TV. So. No, 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 no.
1: That's not how receivers work.
0: <laughs> okay, I don't know. How
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It. No, so the the wonderful thing about receivers are they have like N ports and then you flip through them. So like you can put your, your cable box, your PlayStation, your Apple TV all into the receiver and there's one cable from the receiver into the TV. So it acts as a switcher um, to the input. So you don't have to you don't have to ever worry about the TV again, <laughs> and the TV is just you know, it has its stuff, and then uh, if you do like run out of ports on there, but you have TV ports, you plug stuff into the TV, and then you use the ARC cable. So like, all, every TV, any good TV, will have an ARC HDMI um, cable that can carry audio back, audio return channel. So the audio that it's getting from the HDMIs directly into the TV goes through the cable that the, no longer has to worry about picture and returns it back to your stereo and then the stereo makes a sound. There you go. Yeah, it was funny because one of my friends was asking, like, I was like, man, what's what's up? You made this, like, projection room, but you don't have any good speakers. Like, what are you doing, man? And he's like, well, my TV only has, uh, or the, the projector only has uh, an audio out and i was like bro gotta get you a receiver he's like oh
0: but see the, th- the nice thing about i don't know the for for us commoners here you know uh <laughs> the nice thing about the home pod is you don't have to deal with receivers it's all taken care of for you the synchronization all the right like the the beauty of having just a home pod then in my living room is that i don't need a receiver i just you know <laughs> you, you
1: know, need to I I cannot advise you to do just one home pod for your home stereo like your TV movie watching experience.
0: No, 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 not not for it's not connected to the TV. This would just be playing audio from oh. the phone from I mean, home pod. I mean my TV I just play through my TV speaker. Why would you ever do that? Like <laughs> When you have surround sound, right? Yeah. It's di- where is the sound directed? It's directed at the couch. I don't want my sound just directed the couch, right? I'm not gonna my living room the way it's set up. You've been there. I want to be able to stand like, you know, outside of the couch area, which is still in the living room, but still get sound. I mean, you know what you mean? I mean. I don't will. want.
1: That's not how sound works, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying. You're like, oh, it has. A I sweet don't think spot. it's
0: yeah, but it's not. A, it's not going to be as nice as the the, the was it what HomePods beamforming like directed sound directional sound. Blah, uh, I'll blah, blah. fill
1: you in, man. Um, five remote speakers is better than one (laughs) it's more room filling than the one homepod like like yes the homepod is very impressive for one speaker but it doesn't beat five (laughs) like it just doesn't it's not if you want like truly immersive sound you gotta put more more points it doesn't it doesn't throw things off the walls in like spooky ways yeah no it's yeah no it's really impressive, again, for, like, its size and for just one. And if you put two together, it's even more impressive. It's actually really, really cool. But it's it, it doesn't compare to surround sound. It's not the same thing. But
0: how much – okay, let me – I got to go back to cost, right? Like, again, for most us commoners, like, when I opened <laughs> and played my HomePod – when I opened my HomePod first and played something on it, it literally was the best sound I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Um, I don't – I didn't – I never had a surround sound system. I never had these things. Um mostly because of cost because um well you know you and i are kind of the same in that like when we get something we typically get like the best of something so i wouldn't be okay with buying like cheap surround you know 5.1 systems right like i would have to probably invest in something really good um
1: have you ever but it's listen to mine have you ever been to my house and watched like a movie or anything i don't think you uh, have no. Um so my system cost 150 bucks back in 2012.
0: And man, that's like millions now.
1: <laughs> well, it was discounted from like 300 maybe cuz of my Apple discount and like what was going on at the time. But it sounds really good. Um not great. Like the HomePod sounds better. Like I don't know, as a speaker. Um, but from a room filling perspective and also just like base production, like an actual dedicated sub cannot be beat, uh, by a HomePod. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Surround sound sounds pretty good. It's not as like crisp and awesome as a HomePod. HomePod just is like extremely high quality. Um, but you could get that kind of quality for less than a G, I would say. Stereo receiver and all. Which, yes, is more expensive, Um, but it's like a completely different class of sound. And honestly, your, your, your living room would be way better off with my $150 receiver and surround sound setup than one HomePod connected to an $150 Apple TV.
0: Maybe, maybe, uh, I just need to like hire you to set it up.
1: You're not the first person to say that. And like, I probably should start that side hustle. (laughs) (laughs) I, I just be like installing wire cutter recommendations everywhere I go. Yeah, I mean it's not really that complicated. You just buy the wire cutter stuff and be happy. All right, man. There you go, wire cutter. It is. So, what am I coming over, man? <laughs> what are you
0: coming over? Uh, get a
1: receiver. Get some speakers.
0: You, you know, you you'd probably make more money if you actually offer the full package. You'd buy oh, the yeah right for people. Yeah, they don't even know. You could really up then you really upcharge. Them, yeah,
1: right. Know. They don't even know. I get my direct uh, supplier relationship. Exactly. Now we're talking.
0: Now we're cooking <laughs> in gas.
1: All right, man. Well, I got to go start a business. I'll talk to you later.